Yes, and hello everybody. The song that you're listening to is Personal Yeezus from Fashion Sense. This song was featured in the new trailer for Atomic Blonde starring Charlie's Theron. You can get this song on um, SoundCloud. It's a pretty dope-ass track. I'm not really sure what the artist was doing when he came up with this song, but uh, I really do like the mix. And it looks, it sounds awesome with the with the trailer. Yeah, it, it goes does. really well with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's episode, uh, we went over the review of Alien Covenant. We went over the review of Wizard of Lies on HBO, and we discussed uh, all these film franchises that are just now getting watered down by their own creators. Mm-hmm. So enjoy. Keep it here. Hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It! Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? On this glorious uh, day, (laughs) Thursday, how's everybody doing Damn <clears throat> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just one of those weeks, everybody. Um, everybody's just powering through. Uh, condolences to London or uh, England about what happened at the Ariana Grande show. On top of having to see that shit show, there was also a bomb in there. Sorry about that. Um, to the families as well. Um, Zack Snyder, condolences to your daughter. Oh, man. I mean, I got nothing to say. That was a lot of information that just, uh, a lot of death. Well, not really. There's there's always a lot of death. And you know what? I'm not gonna go into it. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into it. Let's just get on to the let's get on to the sode. Um, so, uh, yeah. Alien Covenant uh, <laughs> recently was uh, recently was released mm-hmm. last week. That's a lot of R words. Recently released. Yeah. Um, Pat, you saw it. What do you think? Um, I enjoyed it. I saw the, I saw the Thursday, Thursday night showing. Um, you know what? Let me let me embody this movie with uh, how my night went. So um, went out to go eat. Went to go watch the movie with my boys. Went out to go eat first. Ate some tacos and stuff like that. After we ate some tacos, went over to the movie. Nobody there. Great. We had the we had signed seats, but there was still nobody there. Sat down, people started filing in, but it was still not it wasn't crowded. So I know that these are the core fans of uh, Alien movies. Sit down, we watch the movie, getting a little enjoying. I was enjoying the the whole intro and everything. They showed some um, Blade Runner uh, trailer, so I was like, all right, 
mind you, now in movie theaters, they're showing like 25 minutes of just pure trailers. So everybody get ready for that shit. I know they've been doing it for a while, but I have never voiced my opinion on it. And I'm a fan, but I'm not really a fan, especially when you're watching like the 10, the 1030 show and you have to be up around like eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's, I'm not really a fan of that, but they show all these cool commercials, trailers and stuff. Um, watching the movie and the moment where I had that out of body experience, not the good kind. I'm talking about the bad one where you're like, come on, man, for real. Is when I just start seeing scientists start doing some dumb shit. And I'm sick and tired of movies. They doing that kind of stuff. In this movie, this happens a lot. Prometheus, this happens a lot. Um, that other alien movie that we were talking about with Ryan Gosling. Life. Life. That whole movie is full of that stuff. It's like scientists don't know how to science. And I'm not a fan of that stuff. But they do that in this movie. And I know, oh, it's supposed to, you know, that's the only re- that's supposed to be their deus. Deus Machina, you know, the stuff that's supposed to lead to why we're here kind of thing. They just need another one. I'm sick and tired of scientists not being scientists. You're on, a, you're on, a, you're on another planet and you figure out, spoiler alert, you, 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 uh, you figure out that wh- why are you going to another planet that's supposed to be like 11 years away? You end up going to a planet that's like two days away. You just find out about this planet. You you don't send no probes down. No probes are being sent down to test out the water. But you're saying that, oh, the environment is just like the planet that we're going to that's going to take us 11 years. Which this planet that we're, we're going to has been tested. It took them like a decade just to test out the planet to see if it was perfect for them. So that's what, this is supposed to be a, a, a colonizing excursion. And they said, well, let's just go here. So they end up going to this fucking uh, fucking planet. Which to me is like, yo, if somebody at home has been planning something for 12 years and while we're on our trip, they say, you know, what, let's just take a detour to this place right here. I would flip my shit. And that's what they did in this movie. To me, it was like, yo, nothing. All that shit shouldn't have happened. And my gosh. The movie was cool for what it was. It was an alien movie, so I was happy I saw it. Um. Did it feel more alienist? Yeah. If it felt more alien than it did, um, it felt more alien too than Prometheus did. But Prometheus, I think the problem with everybody not liking Prometheus is that everybody knew that it was a prequel to Aliens. If they would have pitched it as just another movie, an alien movie, like oh shit, really Scott's coming out with another movie about aliens rather than a movie, an alien movie. I think it would have did a lot. It would have did a lot better. A lot of people wouldn't have had a, you know, a lot of opinions about it. If they would have found out later on that, yo, this is like a prequel to Aliens while they were watching the movie, I think it would have been, it would have been um, accepted more, rather than people were just like, oh, this is supposed to be a prequel. This is supposed to be a prequel about Aliens. So you're already going in there, thinking that okay, so. Some of these questions that I had about aliens or some of my thoughts about aliens are going to get answered or I'm going to see them. You don't see that in Prometheus. If you would have just, I don't know. That's my thoughts. And I seriously believe that um, this movie is cool. This movie is a good movie. Will I watch it again? The rewatchability on this movie, 
I'm going to say it's uh, it's mediocre. I wouldn't I wouldn't spend four ninety nine to rent it. Um, I would watch it if it's on HBO, and I would watch it with uh, people who haven't watched it before, just for the experience. Probably with some liquor in my hand. Now I wanted to ask you. So, this movie um, introduces a new character played mm-hmm. by the actress Catherine Waterston. Mm-hmm. She plays uh, Daniels Branson, um, who is the wife of the ship's captain, played by J- uh, James Franco. Uh-huh. You want me to tell you what happened to him? No. What I want to know <laughs> is because um, I guess she's most likely going to be in the next sequel. Maybe. Maybe not. I can. I mean, we do spoil shit. We, yeah. we spoil shit out of here. Um, yeah. Okay. It, it's the. It all depends because these alien movies they jump. Prometheus took place ten years prior to where we are right now. Uh, alien One and this movie right here takes ten years. No, not ten years. I think it's like a hundred years prior to Aliens One. Really, a hundred? I think so. I this think is. It, is it? Is it shorter than that? It's. I think it's supposed to be a lot shorter than that. I thought it was a hundred years. Well, something happens. Like it, it takes place years after this one, and then uh, Alien One takes place. How long until Alien Two? I know there's years that pass beyond oh, these yeah, points. I forgot how many years. Yeah, but yeah, it's like, but years. it's like several years. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question is was going to be that: Do you think she's going to be a Ripley? The next, yeah, the next Ripley. Ripley. Ripley? Um, like, do you think she's going to be on that level? In this movie, she did have, like, Ripley-esque uh, things. She did a lot of Ripley cool shit. But is her character going to be as memorable? As... No. No. No, 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 no. Nah, she can't be. I'm over here think, comparing them two. And no, there's no possible way. Because Ripley did some some amazing shit in one and two. But you know what? She could. Because Ripley in part one... She wasn't as um well she transformed in part yeah. one she was you know she really was a damsel in distress and decided to act yeah at the end of the movie part two she was just badass yeah this one they basically did the same thing to her she was uh no actually she wasn't in distress that, at all she dealt with she dealt with problems when it came to her okay but she, that on top of that she was supposed to be uh she was like third in command her husband was uh first in command. Then it was some other guy, and then it was her. And what you call it? She she took control when whenever there was a situation with the aliens. She knew exactly what the fuck to do. She was the go-to person. So, yeah. Okay. Now, out of the alien, out of all the alien movies, <laughs> including Prometheus, and are we also one. including uh, Alien versus Predator? Cause that was that was some of the talk on Thursday when we would go see the movie. Cause we we're trying to categorize where we're gonna put all these alien movies. I don't even think it should be listed because it's like you know, Freddy realized. versus Jason. It's not a Freddy movie and it's not a Jason movie. It's just like a it's random, a one off. No, it's like a fanboy's dream movie. It's, it's not, a what if. It's like a comic book series. Exactly. Like a what if. Exactly. <laughs> so you don't you don't add those in it. No, I think we should. No. It gives them more clout, man. I, gives it more I, weight. I, I think it. I think it decreases <laughs> value. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I put this movie. Well, my whole thing. I, I go. I'm gonna go one, 
to uh one to this movie covenant prometheus three and four okay yeah that's what um three i know a lot of people didn't like it i see that a lot of people didn't like it because uh david fincher they don't like the way he, yo but it, it's it, no it's not that people he had a lot no, of dutch no. angles did he have a lot of like no it was like it's corridor scenes where the, the camera was spinning people, it, people didn't like it because of david fincher they hated it because of no, david no, no. Fincher. i'm not i'm saying they didn't hate it because of david fincher that's what i meant to say um David Fincher even didn't like it. The reason, the thing was that that movie went through a lot of production problems. Like the movie was plagued with problems from the beginning. And then midway through the movie, they were like, oh, we need to rewrite the whole story. Like, because this is not making any sense. So when you watch the movie, you can, yeah, you, and even when you watch the movie, you can feel it. You can feel those continuity errors. Like, Wait, why is this happening? This has nothing to do with the rest of the story. Like, there's a lot of moments like that. And that's the reason why people didn't like it. And David Fincher, you know, he's the type of person, like, if you give him, let's say, uh, we want we want him to direct Frankenstein. Uh-huh. He's going to make Frankenstein from the perspective of Igor or something. Like, he'll do stuff like that where, you know, okay, it's an alien movie. But there's not really any aliens. Like the movie was more focused on Ripley being stuck on this penal colony, mm-hmm. and it, it was just kind of weird. I think it just kind of threw people off. People were like, "Where the hell's the aliens? Like what?" And you don't see them until like the end of the movie. Um, like I remember uh, someone had had interviewed David Fincher because David Fincher was one of the front runners to direct Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Mm. And it was just one comment that he made that I think made Disney turn away. Like, okay, no, we're not going to have this guy direct it. Mm. He was like, well, I like Star Wars. I worked on Return of the Jedi. He was one of the visual effects artists, by the way, for Return of the Jedi. And uh, he was like, you know, I always saw Star Wars as the story of the two droids. That's what really Star Wars is about. It's about C-3PO and R2-D2 and how they're being traded off from master to master. And Disney was like, what? Was that a real... Yeah, that's an actual quote. You can actually look that up. He actually said that. And I think that's what made Disney turn away and be like, "Uh, yeah, let's go with J.J. Abrams. So David Fincher always does stuff like that. But in a way, that's kind of like why I love him because he's so different. Yeah, but sometimes different is not... Yeah, Different is cool. But then sometimes it's just not welcome. It's like different is not what you want when, you, when you're eating at somebody's house. You know what I mean? You're like, nah, I don't want different. I want food. I don't want you to experiment. Well, let me, let's switch out the salt to sugar kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what... Damn, I didn't know that he did that. That is fucking bananas, man. And um, so going back to this... Um, all right, so you you rated the alien movie. So for this one, out of uh, five xenomorphs, yeah, I give this movie um, out of five face huggers. Face huggers, I give this movie three face huggers. They actually had the oh my gosh, man! People, you know what? This this movie was basically like an infomercial. This is like. This movie was like an infomercial before they actually you actually get the the tools that brightens up your day. This movie was basically all that because they were just 
stumbling, fumbling around and shit like that. <sighs> Stuff would just happen. They actually had the face hugger in this movie. And I remember the face hugger took some time to burst out of your chest. Yeah, it would like lock onto your face for like a day. Yeah, right? But these face huggers in this movie, they would lock onto you. And I guess in like minutes, they would impregnate you. And it wouldn't take long for them to burst out of your chest. It wouldn't take like a day or two. It would take. Now it wouldn't. It wasn't even a day that it would take them to grow. It would take like, um, like at least a week. I'm, I'm trying to remember from the first movie. The dude was actually like walking around and doing some shit. It, no, it. I remember it locked onto his face. I don't remember how long it was locked onto his face, and then they took it off, and then he was fine. And it felt like they didn't he take was it fine. off. It fell off. It, fell it, off. it died. Yeah, it died. Um, but it felt like he was okay for like the rest of the day yeah. and then they had dinner and then that's when it popped out of his yeah, chest. Yeah, this right here? No. Nah, none of that. It took like, like that. Like as soon as that happened, what you call it? Uh, the dude who had, who had the face hug on his face was having a conversation. Boom. Burst out of his chest. Hmm. It burst right out of his chest, which always gets me. Cause I'm like, all right, it burst out of your chest, but how does it burst out of your shirt though? Because it's not like it comes out with like just like just biting at your chest or something like that. But it was <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking too much into it. Take it for what it is. It's a movie that came out during the summertime, so don't don't have too much uh don't it's not too deep. This movie is not trying to go for an Oscar award, but it is trying to go for an MTV award, so this movie might just ha- get a MTV award. So yeah, I saw that movie. All right. Three face huggers. Three face huggers <laughs> out of five. Um, another movie that was recently, um, that recently came out, not in theaters though, it actually came out on HBO's, an original HBO film. Mm. It's called The Wizard of All Eyes. The Wizard of Lies. <laughs> I just bumbled that whole entire Wizard of Lies. <laughs> the Wiz Lies. Um, the Wizard of Lies, starring Robert De Niro and Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, this is um, based on. The true story of Bernie Madoff, who ran the most infamous, most legendary Ponzi scheme of all time. This guy stole $65 billion, with a B, $65 billion, the most money anyone has ever stolen, um, ever in the history of the world. And, um, I, you know, I watched it a couple of nights ago. And um, I really enjoyed it. The movie was directed by uh, Barry Levinson. Uh, this is the same guy who directed, who won the Oscar for Rain Man, uh-huh. and um, the uh, it's it's like they pick little moments of his life, like you see, you know, when his when his company was like really thriving and he was throwing like these lavish parties for the people that worked for his company, and then you know you see like a that like that little moment, but then you see a moment where you know you see the relationship between him and his sons and. His sons had a really rough relationship with their dad because, you know, he kind of wanted to protect them. He didn't he didn't want them to get involved in the Ponzi scheme. So for their whole lives, they never knew exactly what it is that he did. And he always kept it a secret from them. He you know, they always wanted to like, you know, hey, dad, tell us, you know, how how you run everything, because one day we want to run it after, you know, because you're not going to be doing it forever. And he he would never want to tell them how things exactly go in the company and and then you see moments of him in prison 
uh, talking to this lady who I guess is going to write his story and it just keeps jumping back and forth. It's like told in like in a nonlinear fashion, which is like one of my favorite ways in which stories should be told. Mm-hmm. Um, but good performances all around. Uh, I think uh, the makeup team and the hair team should get some uh, some praise because <laughs> he really looks like Bernie Madoff, uh, Robert De Niro. And I think Michelle, Fyfe- uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's performance as like the oblivious wife who michelle has, pfeiffer was the wife yeah she had no idea what the hell was going on you get to see how rough her life becomes after all of that happens um so michelle. yeah performance is great all around um so you, you think an emmy's in the works um i think it could win it could it could definitely win i i think he, he could probably get nominated for best performance i'm not sure if he's gonna win though because there's a lot of these original films that had like great performances in them as well. For but for move but for TV though, like made for TV movies. Well, this is a made for TV movie. This isn't a movie that came out in theaters. No, nah, but I'm talking about like for Emmys. Don't it doesn't have to be made for TV. Yeah. So far, this is the only one that I know that is made for TV this year. That's like made. That's made this year that people are like, oh shit. But this is dope. Uh, but is it now like Netflix and Hulu part of that now? You're right. Yeah, you're right. Because and Netflix, Netflix is setting the standard. Yeah, and on top of that, uh, later in the year they're gonna have a lot more stuff, a lot more movies. Apparently, um, what's that dude Ben? Not Ben Affleck. Not Ben Stiller. What's that other guy? Uh, Waterboy. I forgot his name. Adam Sandler. Um, he's doing real well. Like all his movies have gotten real, real great reviews. His Netflix movies. Have been doing real well, but like his, a lot of people are watching him. Like his I, comedies, yeah. But he only does comedies. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. And I have to admit, I have watched all of them that he's come out with. And they're that good? No, I wouldn't say they're <laughs> that good, but it's like, I mean, it's the same stuff, man. But people are watching him. I think he found his. Uh, he's found his Nick. He found his Nick. Uh, well, going back to the Wizard of Lies, um, mm-hmm. I would say I'd give this for TV movie standards. Mm. I think I'd give this a four out of five stars. Four out of five stars. Yeah, definitely would give it four out of five. All right. Um, now going back to what we were saying about Alien Covenant, um, I know that James Cameron has recently like publicly said like oh that um, Ridley Scott should kind of like let go mm-hmm. of the alien movies but I, which I think is kind of hypocritical because now he is going to be producing a new Terminator movie yeah um so let's get let, let let's get into discussion <laughs> cuz this kind of bothers me like if you're, I mean, you're James Cameron. Mm-hmm. You're the guy known for creating all this like state of the art technology when it comes to filmmaking. Yeah, you're gonna make a comment about Alien, but you're doing another Terminator movie, uh-huh. and I think Terminator is way more watered down than Alien. Oh hell yeah, yeah. I think um, I, I believe that Alien has way more clout, way more has way more room to wiggle in rather than uh, Terminator because. If I think about aliens, if somebody was, uh, you know, asked me comparing aliens to uh, 
Terminator. I'm more of like, yeah, I'm willing to watch an Alien movie rather than watch a Terminator movie. Like the new one that that came out, uh, I believe it was two years ago. Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch that movie until I saw it on like HBO or something, and I was like, you know what? Let me let me watch this before I go to sleep, and I watched it. I didn't enjoy it. I really don't even remember it that much. All I know is that uh, it had the girl from Game of Thrones in it. And James Cameron actually praised it. He did? Yeah. Well, good for him. <laughs> good for him, James. Jamie. <laughs> good for him. But uh, I watched it and uh, I didn't enjoy it. I don't even like remember her face in the movie, in the, the TV. In the, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. What, what, what was she supposed to be? Who was she supposed to be? So she's Sarah Connor. Really? Yeah. What? <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. She's Sarah Connor. When? I I, I never saw the movie. Like so in I the really timeline, because she gets visited by the guy, the guy in the first one. Uh-huh. They what you call it? They uh, they fuck, and then she ends up uh, having a kid, John Connor. Yeah. Part two comes out. John Connor is a teenager. He he doesn't live with Sarah Connor. She uh, he gets adopted into the system or whatever. She's over here in the insane asylum. Part three comes out. Um, she's dead. John Connor is hanging out doing what uh, teens do or young adults do. Where in the timeline is that supposed to take place? Well, I thought this was. I, I never saw Genesis. Uh-huh. I never saw it, but from what I understand, this is supposed to be like an alternate timeline or something. Like they created an alternate timeline. But so she's not supposed to have a kid at all. I, I don't. I don't. Because another but, person. But you comes see in the this? Past. I think this right here, what's happening right now with what you're saying, uh-huh. is exactly why this discussion needs to be made with Hollywood. Stop making all these sequels and repeating. And trying to remix the story yeah, so yeah. much because now it's like it doesn't even make sense anymore. Like P- Terminator 1 and 2, it's like the story was like poetic almost. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. I think what the problem is is that uh, people are they're trying to confuse you. They're trying to confuse you in a way of like making all these different like timelines and different earths kind of thing. And all this shit's happening because they're trying to make it enrich. They're trying to enrich the story. Say, oh, if we confuse you. We're basically making the story. We're making the story more rich, more you know. Well, we're trying to fill you up with junk kind of shit, so you can. So at one point you feel like, oh wow, this tapestry is so colorful, but really it's just trash. Because this whole thing, the the fact that, the fact that we're over here trying to discuss where the fuck did they meet each other kind of thing, that is not what's supposed to happen in the story. That's not the that's not the way this movie is. This movie is not one of those movies, or this series is not supposed to be one of those series that you're getting confused. This is supposed to be like a blockbuster, summer blockbuster. On top of that, it's supposed to be, yo, everything is there, A, B, C, D. It has a beat, whatever. And yo, the first one, perfect beat. Second one, per, uh, perfect beat. The third one, eh. <laughs> I don't understand what. Why is it that they like to? Oh, it's the money. It's the that and they money. just don't have other ideas. I think. But I'm sick and tired of people having to this time traveling thing. It's starting to piss me off. 
can they just stay in one time? Like, I really thought that the Terminator that had um, Christian Bale about, yo, it was just, yo, him, regular time, in the future, fighting the thing, I thought that was a good one. Because I'm like, all right, we get to see how the future, how, how the battle actually goes down. Who's actually going to win at the end of this? Next thing you know, they make this gen- generation, uh, Terminator genera- generation? Genesis. Genesis. And next thing you know, you find out that uh, John Connor is no longer, he's no longer a good guy. And now he's an android. I'm like, oh, they replicated him. No, no, that is John Connor. What they did was just, they got him, they captured him, then they put some nanites into his body. So now they program him to actually be a robot and stuff. I'm like, I just want a regular I just want a regular movie They've been fighting three movies for this kid And now I just found out that the guy Who who, who everybody's been fighting for Now now he's a bad guy And the future is over I'm surprised they never thought of just going back in time Where Sarah Connor was a little girl Just kill her They could have done that They could have done Oh man it's I don't know Terminator movie and now they're going to make another one If anything I know a lot of people say they're not a fan of a reboot. I am. Just reboot the whole thing. No. No. Nah, Terminator I them, 1 and 2 were so good. Yeah. But would you, wouldn't you? you prefer for them to leave the original alone? Yes. Just and I think, I think rebooting it messes it up. No, no. But like this. Would you rather them continue with the original as the original as the ground bases or just do their own thing? But why does it have to be those two options? Why can't that's there be a third option. option where they just leave it alone and just make a new movie? That's not, that's that's not the world we live in today. That's, that's not, not the world right. we live in. We need to strive for that. <laughs> that's not the world we live in today. You either have two options. You can either continue on this path, this path that's been paved in gold, and you're going to continue with this uh, dirt path because you, you're, not, you're not putting gold. You're not putting down a, a solid foundation for your, uh, your footsteps. Or you can just, eh, I'm going to blaze my own path with the, uh, with the, what you call it, with the blueprints from the last path. No. You got two options. No. I mean, there's some reboots out there that are pretty good, right? I think movies that had potential but just didn't really quite make the finish line, those movies deserve reboots. That's not the case for Terminator. Well, like Terminator 1 and 2 were great. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone. That's it. Move on to another nah, series. Man. So a series that maybe probably deserves a reboot, I would say, like I know uh, uh, Shane Black is rebooting mm-hmm. uh, Predator. Okay. I'm fine with that. Predator 1 was a fun movie, but it wasn't like, you know, one of the best sci-fi Yo, of all time. Predator like, 1 was a good movie. Predator 2 was, was a great movie. You didn't like it? With Danny Glover? Yeah. You didn't like that movie? No, man. You didn't like the whole city thing? No. I, I really enjoyed Predator movies. I really enjoyed those. I think I think that movie... See, that's a movie that had potential to be great. Predator 2 had... What you call it? It had the Easter egg of the alien skull, which we find out that is not actually an alien skull because uh, their head is not made of... It's not bone. So how did he get that? How did he get it? That's not an actual alien skull. That was an alien skull. He hunted it. But aliens don't have skulls. They they're they're built like roaches. 
Well, you see, that's the thing. When you have all these sequels, it 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 makes everything confusing. You see, when you mess around with it too much, the continuity. And the alien is not really an alien; they're weapons. You see, there's a lot of things that these franchises should not should not be continuing. The whole alien thing is not a. Uh, it's horrible. It's, it's horrible what they're doing to it. Where they're where they're making of it and everything. The fact that it's losing its mystique. This whole little like at first when the first one came out, we are, oh they're aliens. This is how they breed. This is how they 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 use humans. Next thing you know, you find out that they have a queen. So I'm like, okay, if they have a queen, why do they need to breed? With other beings, if they already have a queen who can just pop out uh, another alien, they need a third party kind of thing. Doesn't make any They're sense. They're making it's just it's just too much complex. It's just too like uh like one of our friends used to say, too many cooks in the kitchen, too many chiefs, too many chiefs. There's too many chiefs, <laughs> too many chiefs, too many but, chiefs. But you know, I'm maybe the reason why they need that is because maybe the the birthing process is violent. <sighs> No, it's it's the Mona Lisa. All right, you got the Mona Lisa. It's a perfect painting. You start adding is more it, to it, is it, then it's no longer perfect. I don't think it's a perfect painting, but it's known to be a masterpiece, right? It's known, and but if I don't you think keep, but if you keep brushing it, if you keep adding more to it, then it loses that mystique, and that's what's happening right now to these movies. Um, going back to what I was saying, like, you know, movies that deserve reboots are movies that weren't great in the beginning, but had potential. So like Resident Evil, for example, is being rebooted. Mm-hmm. I personally don't mind because I thought the first one was, eh, it was okay. Yeah. So yeah, maybe well, they, maybe they can make it better. We came out. I think, I mean, look, Christopher Nolan rebooted Batman and look how that came out. That was great. But that was like years later, years later, but, but, but he rebooted a movie a series that had it really didn't need a reboot after one and two it, it really didn't need no reboot no it did after one and two we needed the dark knight to set the I standard think it's, i think the reboot was good for his time because batman one and two the original that came out like in the 80s it fit it fit that time the whole little the look of the movie the whole little uh I'm not talking about the rest of them. I'm just talking about one and two. The whole feel and everything like that. It played off of the whole, you know, the the vibe of that time. This Dark Knight plays off of our time. Because, I mean, for the most part, everybody nowadays is, we. everybody likes anti-heroes. Everybody likes anti-heroes. Everybody more into the villain than they are into the actual hero. Vader has never been more popular than luke ever <laughs> like everybody is more of a fan of uh, darth vader than they are of uh what you call it uh than about to call him luke cage luke skywalker um what else i mean for the most part if they're going to do like a movie you just have to go with the time and what the trend is right now and deadpool I don't got nothing to say about that guy. <laughs> I just I just threw that name out because that was in my head. But eh. Eh, what are you gonna do? So like, so let's look at other <laughs> franchises that went on too long. Yeah. And now they're just like remixed versions of themselves, and everybody loves the original. Um. So, one we mentioned Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Uh, yeah. 
The Hobbit. Oof. The Hobbit, you know, obviously that was divided into three movies just for money reasons. Yeah, just for money reasons. Even though that movie, uh, you said there was only one book. But I think The Hobbit could have just been two two movies. It's a lot of content. If you really think about because I saw all three movies. And just the fight scenes alone were like 30 minutes between locations and stuff like that. Um, I like the way that the second one ended with the dragon just flying over the city. Mm-hmm. I really like that shot. And I like the way that they ended the second one like that. But um, I didn't see it in movie theaters. I saw it uh, at Comfort at my own home. And it was like a three-parter. I could see one, two, and three. So I, th- I saw all three of them. <laughs> I think another series that they just meddled around too much in, mm. uh, X-Men. Oof. Because yeah, the X-Men whole... X-Men has the same thing with uh, with Alien and uh, Terminator. Like, oh, we're going to... They went good. They go back in time. They turn around the whole timeline. And it's just now... I mean, just look... Just look at a uh, YouTube and how saturated the the videos are of X Men timeline explained. The fact that they have that each like there's videos that has to explain each of should, how the timeline that, that, that shouldn't, shouldn't exist. Ha- yeah, that yeah, shouldn't exist. It should not exist. I know people do it for Game of Thrones, but they're basically just doing it just so you can catch up. Yeah. X-Men, they're doing it because people are confused. People are genuinely confused. <laughs> I was confused, and I thought you I was a fan. Yeah. And, and like, you know, the Avengers, you know, they made all these movies, but there's a point. Mm-hmm. Like, they're introducing all these characters, and then they're going to put them together. Like, yeah. they're, that's the timeline. Yeah, there's no need to go back in time and try to... Uh, oh, we're going to try to reboot it that. within its own franchise. Like, yeah. that's just weird. The world knows about whatever these guys are. These inhumans or whatever, and that's it. It's it's um, Avengers and the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe is like this is it. Take it for what it is. There's no there's not gonna be any change. Even though uh, Marvel comic books likes to do this whole universe swapping and stuff like that, you know, for the most part, people really don't like that kind of stuff. Like that whole little. Uh, oh, they're going to another universe. They're going to another dimension because it's like an easy cop out. Yeah. It's an easy cop out, and people don't like that kind of stuff. Especially when you're reading, it's like, oh my gosh, it's it's like um, you're just saying that, oh the the killer was uh, inside the house the whole time. It works for the first time, but when you keep on constantly doing it, yeah, it starts to uh, starts to piss people off. Marvel gets that. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine a world just? The whole Marvel Universe is amazing because there's a world that a guy like Captain America exists. And then on a different spectrum, there is a person, there is a, a being who is a spiritual being the size of a fucking planet. <laughs> that is how grand that shit is. It's like, it is, and it's like, yeah, all this is inside this universe. And at one point, there's going to be Captain America and we're going to see Thanos in the same scene. Who is like on two different spectrum. It's like an ant versus a human being. And somehow Captain America might win that fight. I want to see how that happens. I want to see how that happens. And who pulls that off. Mm. What about you ladies and gentlemen? What what franchises are there out there. Oh. That you think have been remixed. Or just watered down. Or just 
touched too many times by different people that are just Transformers. Oh, just... Transformers is one of them. Don't get. And you know what's crazy mm. is that it's being fucked up by like the one person who just who made the movie. Yeah, but you know what? Some people said it was fucked up from Jump. Oh yeah. But I, I really liked the first one. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool for what it was. I mean, the first one was a Transformers movie. Yeah, it's exactly what we wanted to see. But now it's like, oh, we're gonna throw in knights and this whole time uh, the pyramids were created by the Transformers and nah, just that movie, just that stop. series. Just what else was there? Um, There's, I mean, there was that talk about uh, oh, the GI Joes and the Transformers are gonna make a movie. They're gonna be in the movie together, kind of thing, and. Um, with this new Transformer series, I just can't see how that's possible because they're trying to get rid of the whole planet. So <laughs> I don't know how the G.I. Joes can possibly uh, help out. But, I mean, Tyrese is getting that money. He's going to be in Transformers, and he was also in Fast and the Furious. He's getting that money. Just uh, yelling on screen. Nobody's made a montage of Tyrese just yelling. Let's do it. A montage of Tyrese just yelling? Yep. That'll be funny. I know someone did a montage of uh, Tom Cruise running. Oh, yeah. In all of his movies. <laughs> he runs, man. Oh, yeah. He but runs. he runs like it's... Like it's a job? Like like <laughs> someone's running along him with like a gun posted to his head. Like if you don't... Like if you stop running, I'm going to pull this trigger. The, the... What you call it? I think the first time I ever commented on his running was uh, when I saw uh, Mission Impossible. When he was running through the China city, the little yeah. city by the by the water, yeah. and I was like, "Man, he's got perfect posture. Like his back is straight, and he was on the phone and stuff. I'm like, man, his posture. He had his hand like, like those runner hands. Like it was just straight, and he was running through the city, just dodging people. I'm like, man, this guy is a freaking athlete. That's all. That's the only thing I got to say about Tom uh, Cruise." Oh, and speaking of Tom Cruise, they officially announced, um, so this new uh, Universal Studios monster uh, shared universe, Mm -hmm. like, it's going to be called uh, the Dark Universe, Mm -hmm. and uh, Johnny Depp has now been cast as the Invisible Man, Uh, Javier Bardem has been cast as Frankenstein's monster. Um, Bride of Frankenstein. I don't know who who was cast for that. Um, I know Angelina Jolie was up in the runnings for it, but I don't think she got it. Um, so I'm actually kind of looking forward to this to the series. Javier Bardem. Who's that? Is that the dude from uh, the travel traveling mm-hmm. uh, thing? No Country for Old Men. Okay. He's in he's in this new Pirates Caribbean with Johnny Depp. Oh, okay. He's uh, the the new villain. He will be Frankenstein, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Oh, have you seen the the shots from uh, the DC movie? They had an Aqua Aqua Girl or something. Aqua. They had a new picture of a. Oh, of a Vera. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and it's like it's fanboys all over the internet are like. Yeah, but I don't know who that is. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, oh, it's a redhead. I'm like, is this? I think my first comment was, is that supposed to be Poison Ivy? <laughs> Everyone just got, everyone blew up over the internet because one, I guess she looked hot in the in the picture. She so it was all sweat, guys. Man. It was all guys oh. who went crazy over it. Two, I guess her costume was like very much like her character in the comic book. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And, oh. and three, she was wet. Yeah. Oh, that was it? That's why to me, it just looked like she was wet. And I'm like, why is Poison Ivy wet? <laughs> now it makes perfect sense. She's supposed to be aqua, aqua person. She's an aqua person. <laughs> she's just a character. I don't oh, know. For real? I don't even know. She, so we don't even know what the... she's supposed to. Oh, I don't have the Alexa. I should have brought the Alexa. Who's Vera? <laughs> Let me see. Let me. Was it Vera or Mira? Mira. I, I think it was an M. Mira. Aquaman. Mira Aquaman. Let me see here what comes up here. The the outfit is just the same. All of this is just green. <laughs> Mirror is a fictional character appearing in an American comic book published by DC Comics, created by Jack Miller and Nick Cardi. The character first appeared in Aquaman 11 as the Queen of the Sea. Yeah, she's supposed know. to be like, I guess, uh, Aquaman's partner. Oh, Silver Age debuted in, no? Yeah. Oh, exile from her kingdom. Mirror fled Dominion's Aqua for... The Earth Dimension, whereupon she met the Atlantean Sea King, Aquaman. This is just like backstory. I don't know who the hell she is. Do you know who's um? Do you know who's rebooting Resident Evil? Who? James Wan, the guy that did uh, The Conjuring too, and The Conjuring. Oh well. <laughs> brace yourself. He also. What else is he doing? James Wan's doing... He got his hands in a lot of stuff. Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? I think he might do good with this uh, this Resident Evil reboot. I hope so. I'm looking more forward to him doing the Resident Evil than I am of this Aquaman. Oh, he He's done other things. He's, he, he has to have done... You know what? I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. The fact that I've never seen him do an action movie before, I think he might do well on this uh, Aquaman as well. James Wan. He's done like dark action films. He he did um the one with Kevin Bacon. Um the one where I think someone killed like Kevin Bacon's son, like some gang. So he goes out for revenge. Is that what he's uh he's uh what you call it? He has a sledgehammer in the basement or something. Yes. Never seen it. He did a. You no, know, he only did one episode of MacGyver, the TV series, The Conjuring, Fast and Furious Seven. He did that. Uh huh. He did seven. Okay. Insidious didn't like that movie. Dead Silence didn't like that movie. <sighs> Death Sentence didn't like that. Saw four. Nope. He did the original Saw. Yeah. No. Was it the original? Yeah, Saw? the first one. Why do they have this? Yeah, he did that. Oh, he was the one who made the Saw series. Yeah, he wrote it. He wrote it, wrote it. Yo, he's definitely going to do well with the Resident Evil. I'm looking forward to it. If he has that same, because he knows how to do like a bottle episode. Like, you stay in like one room. If he's going to make the Resident Evil series kind of like the game. Like, when you're just stuck in this, this castle and stuff like that. Or this house or something. That's cool. If he wants to take it out to the streets, like how they did in Resident Evil 2, I can see him still trying to contain it to like this, maybe like a block area or something like that. There was this movie that came out uh, a while ago where I think it was like Assault on Precinct 13 or something. 
it was supposed to be a, it was a remake of an original mm-hmm. that these people were stuck inside of uh, you know a precinct or whatever and they couldn't leave because there were like people who who wanted to kill someone who was on the inside it was like a snitch but some gangsters wanted to kill the snitch and they cut off the phone lines and everything so the only way that they can get in is that they have to go through the front door or something and there was no getting out until like daylight that's probably that movie mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's a, it was a the old one was a good movie i never i haven't seen the the remake but that's a movie that doesn't need uh it didn't need a remake james wan unite 7 <laughs> aquaman oh so what's your, what's your views oh, on I'm this oh i'm sorry whole... yeah i i have to take all of that back james wan is producing it he's oh. not directing it Oh, but he, he's, so I don't, he's rumors to... Uh, so I don't even know what that means. Really to direct Robotech. <clears throat> but no, other than that, still on DC, what's your views on uh, Josh Whedon taking the helm of uh, Justice League? I'm excited. Is I'm, this a Justice League that's supposed to be coming out? Um, the, yeah, the one that we already saw a trailer for. Oh, then there's nothing... Like they never finished it, so... Wait, then, I mean, there's nothing he can do. Yeah. There's like most of it's already been filmed, so he might maybe he might meddle with the editing of the movie. Like cut things out or uh, I you know, hopefully maybe do some reshoots. But um I doubt it. I, I, I the only thing I'm really hoping is they just reshoot the whole movie. They just say, Fuck it, let's just start it let's no. start all over again. No, that's not gonna happen. They might change the color. <laughs> yeah, please change the color correcting. Don't make the movie look so pale. I want that. How much have they? Well, they have to be in post right now. Let me see Justice League. Justice League 2017. Usually, IMDb will you know give you the information of uh, what what production are they are they in post? No, right yeah, now? they were in post production because isn't the movie coming out like this summer or this winter? November 17th. Oh, that's a day before my birthday. So yeah, he's probably meddling with just like the the editing of the movie. Wow. Damn. I would would you take that? Would you take that? Like the movie's already done, but they say, Oh, something happened. We just want you to put your name on it and you know, as a director. Would you take that? If I was Joss Whedon, yes. Because I feel like he can save the series. Dude, right now the series is in such a deep hole. Like I feel like you know what it really is not man it's, it's not man I feel like even made. if even if Wonder Woman is amazing mm-hmm. it's still not gonna get them out of that hole. Yo, but they made their money. Yeah. Every every scene, every DC movie that's come out has made what they put in. So they're not they really made in the hole. their money, but the series is not gonna be as legendary as the what Marvel's doing. Maybe they're not trying to go to. They're not trying to fight that. They're not trying to compete against Marvel. Oh yeah, though, they are. Marvel comes out with a shared universe, and then they think, "Ooh, that sounds like a good idea." They're making a lot of money, so let's do the same thing. When really Marvel was like, "No, no, 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 you guys don't get it. We're making a lot of money, but these movies are going to make money in the long run. Fifty years from now, these movies are still going to be making money. Like people are still going to be watching. They might do theses on them. You might be able to watch them in class. Never know." Of how how people, what movies did people watch the most during this year kind of thing. But, I mean, 
I don't I, I don't see no way of them uh, possibly turning this around. I think wh- wherever the ship is going, it's just going to go full steam ahead. Well, I mean, they're going to make a Justice League Part 2, so I'm assuming Joss Whedon Well, I know hopefully... he's going to be doing the Cat, not Catwoman, Batgirl movie. He's going to be doing a Batgirl yeah. movie, so that is, uh, I'm really looking forward to that. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the Woman, Wonder Woman movie. Not because she's, uh, she's beautiful, but uh, that <laughs> helps out a lot. <laughs> that helps out a way lot. Or is that sexist? I don't even know anymore. I know it might be sexist, but um, that's the first thing that I see when I see her. I'm not just I, when I see her. I'm not thinking like, oh, you know what? She's a she's a college graduate. It's not the first thing I see when I see her. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, wow, she's purdy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Bobbit. <laughs> um. I think that's pretty much it. That's the show, yeah. everybody. Um, if you got anything to say, any comments, just leave them in the comments. If you want to email us or write us or do whatever you want to do, if those Twitter fingers are turning you into a, I don't know. I'm kind of out of it right now. But <laughs> you can hit us up on all social media platforms or just look up We Synced It. We are all over. Check us out. We are on. Uh, we're on uh, Instagram. We are on. We're on Twitter. Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on on all streaming, uh, all podcast streaming platforms. You can check us out on all of them. Uh, I have been Pat. Yes, and that was the sold, everybody. The song that you are listening to is the main title for Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. This was composed by Brad Feidel, and this was featured in Terminator 2. This is a more, uh, what's the word? Theatrical. Yeah, like the he, he composed the music for the first one. The first one sounded a lot more distorted. This yeah. sounds more, this more cleaned clean. up. Yeah, this is a lot better. Yeah, I, I really prefer this one. Some people may, um, if you're a gamer, you may know this song from uh, Battlefield because uh, it's kind of the same theme, but uh, it doesn't have uh, Battlefield is dun 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 dun, <laughs> and this song is dun 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 dun. I think. <laughs> It's it's the vanilla ice 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 baby all over again. But um, if you know if you watch uh, the first Transformers, there's a scene where Optimus Prime is is fighting a Decepticon by the highway and they're yeah. like falling off of. If you listen to the music, I swear to God, it's going dun 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 dun. dun. Really? Watch, yeah. Watch that scene and you'll see it. Look at that. I guess everybody's just using the. It's it's one of those things like uh, what's that that horn. That um, From Inception, yeah, Inception bah. that everybody was using. That people thought it. I mean, in the Bible, they they also say something about like a horn is supposed to come in of the the rapture or something like that. Oh, it's supposed yeah. to be like when you hear horns, that mean the rapture is coming and the 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 taken are gonna be taken. 
I heard horns and nobody was taken. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is. But, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know this slow, this slow, this, uh, this episode has been, uh, brought to you by the letter A for, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's Where's happening. Where's that from? Is that from Sesame Street? Yeah. Or Reading Rainbow? That, that was from Sesame Street. This episode has been brought to you by the letter A. Maybe we should start doing that shit on episodes. <laughs> just brought to you by just random shit. Uh, but um, I think that's the tell slate, everybody. Um, stay tuned. Oh, we're, we're in talks to go to Supercon. Yes. We're in talks. Um, I think we're, we're basically going... But we're just trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to do when we get over there. And uh, if we can get any of these celebrities to to drop a dime on our on our podcast or something like that, that will be great. If not, uh, we'll still try to figure some stuff out. But we do have some more content coming at you guys. Uh, you can still check us up on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all social media platforms. And on top of that, you can, you can check us out at your favorite podcasting uh, streaming yeah streaming platforms we're on all of them you guys check us out and we'll check you out in the twitter verse or all the other verses i've been pat and this was kev ciao